You're listening to Thematics, presented by UnleashedStrengths.com, the only show that embraces your addiction to strengths. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Thematics, the only show that embraces your addiction to strengths. Thematics is a is a now an audio-only podcast series created by UnleashedStrengths.com to highlight the massive impact the Strengths Finder assessment and the book Strengths Finder 2.0 has had on now over 10 million users. It's our belief here at Unleash Strengths that the best way to promote its effectiveness and display its proven results is to interview those who've experienced the power of strengths-based development firsthand. Uh, my interviewee today, Mr. Abdullah Saqib, uh, I'll have to pronounce that better next time, uh, is being interviewed just because he's intimately aware of his strengths and wants nothing more than to share his story. For more information on this podcast and to review a uh, recorded version of this after the show, go ahead and visit UnleashedStrengths.com to schedule an interview for yourself. We're always looking for strengths enthusiasts to get behind the mic and do a little interview with us. You can email me, Andy, A-N-D at unleashstrengths.com or give us a call on the old telephone 815-441-2219 hit us up on social media facebook.com forward slash unleash strengths twitter we're at unleash csf again that's unleash csf and you can download this sweet podcast directly to your uh, mobile device ios device ipad whatever you want uh, via itunes just search thematics in the search bar under podcast and you'll find us so I'm really excited today. We have a gentleman on the show who I've spoken with in the past, and then we had one interview scheduled, and his and I's schedules didn't link up, uh, so we went ahead and pushed it back. But uh, Mr. Abdullah Saqib, I'm going to try to say that right. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce us to yourself. Tell us how to say your name correctly, because obviously I butchered it, and uh, tell us a little bit about your top five. Thank you, Andy, for giving me the opportunity. And yeah, it's Abdullah Saqib, but um, you pronounce it quite accurately anyways. Uh, so uh, I'm Abdullah Saqib from uh, Islamabad, Pakistan, uh, and um, I'm a marketing professional in Telenor, Pakistan um, uh, by profession. Uh, I'm a telecom engineer by qualification, uh, and I'm a freelance writer and a strengths coach by passion. Uh, so that's uh, briefly put my introduction. Wow, you, you have quite a few things going on at one time, man. <laughs> How do you find time to sleep? Uh, again, the key lies in strength and identifying your talent. So um, uh, as we progress in the interview, I'll tell you exactly how I did it. But yeah, um, if I miss out on any one aspect of my personality, then I feel really empty. So together, they form a really good combination that uh, challenge my strengths or talent zones uh, and then uh, develop it um, on a daily basis. So Abdullah, what is your top five? Well, my top five are futuristic, uh, strategic, individualization, uh, connectedness, and focus. That's awesome, man. I like that. My uh, futuristic, strategic, that's my top one and two, this flipped, strategic and futuristic. So who introduced you to StrengthsFinder and why? How did this even come into your life? Was it a colleague, a friend, a family member? How did you hear about it? 
Well, I'll just narrate a story which uh, links to both the questions, the previous one as well as this one. Uh, so um, I'm a telecom engineer by qualification. And um, within my first semester, I was absolutely sure of one thing, that I had no interest in what I was studying in. Uh, so throughout my four years uh, undergraduate degree, um, I focused on identifying areas which uh, gave me the energy boost. And that energy boost, uh, obviously through my activities, uh, could help me tackle those areas in my life which I was uh, not interested in. So uh, typically I wasn't interested in studies but I wanted to get good grades. So what I started doing was uh, I uh, volunteered my skills as president of Fast Engineering Society, the, the society in my university and then I became president of a mega event uh, which is held in Pakistan and I had a team of 400 people. So uh, throughout my university life I got the opportunity to actually explore uh, those aspects of uh, uh, my uh, volunteer work which gave me uh, an energy boost uh, and then as as I um, involved myself in these activities my grades actually started improving and that was the key to it so as soon as I graduated uh, I promised one thing to myself that I would guide everyone who's out there to uh, uh, follow their interests to to uh, drive and to to focus on their passion uh, and so I started uh, this uh, career consultancy or career coaching uh, platform called Wrangle uh, Wrangle meaning right angle uh, and that was a free career uh, coaching platform meant to guide people towards their uh, talent and passion uh, and by that time I wasn't aware of this tool this amazing tool uh, and so um, um, one of the pictures of my event was posted on uh, uh, Facebook in my profile and uh, that uh, the presentation slide read uh, identify your talent now note I wasn't aware of uh, strengths finder so one of my relatives in Canada uh, wrote down that I, I know of a tool which which is really relevant to what you are doing and so she uh, uh, inboxed me about Gallup strengths finder and now for the next um, three months at least, I tried to get hold of the Strength Finder book to explore more of it, but it wasn't available here in Pakistan. And so what happened was um, after three months, I got really, really um, obsessed with the tool and I wanted to give the test. And so. Um, I, I purchased the code online uh, and um, incidentally my wife uh, Yumna uh, she got the book ordered and it got delivered the same day and so what happened was we had two codes uh, on the same day uh, transfinder codes and so both uh, Yumna and I took the test and we were really uh, really happy with it. Wow, that's that's amazing. Now, just this most of the people who listen to this podcast, most of our listeners are here in the United States. So explain to us a little bit about why it was difficult to get the book. Was it just not available uh, there in the bookstores? Well, um, uh, to those of uh, the audience who know Transfinder, um, it is a bit technical in the sense that people who uh, want to actually uh, explore themselves and then um, uh, read through the book uh, have to uh, actually be passionate about it. And so what happened here or, or happening here is that people are not aware uh, of this tool. Uh, number two, they're not willing to invest their time in actually exploring this tool. Uh, so there was a need uh, and there is a need to actually break the ice and introduce people to these uh, this tool. And as I, I'll tell you in um, in the next few questions, um, um, I started work on uh, introducing this tool to, to the audiences across Pakistan and uh, there's been a tremendous response. So mainly due to the fact that there uh, wasn't um, uh, widespread awareness of the tool um, and there was a vacuum. Uh, so bookstores didn't actually get the book and uh, uh, put it on their front um, uh, areas so so that's that's uh, I, I guess that's the reason why people um, have uh, don't have access to it 
Now, when we discuss different cultures, um, I had interviewed a gentleman who's actually going to Purdue University, but um, he is from Pakistan originally, and he kind of explained to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, that the concept of you know living with your strengths or the concept of pursuing your passion isn't often accepted in that country only because you're kind of predetermined as to what career you're going to find or what you're gonna you're gonna land into. And normally, it has to do with something of like lineage. Like if your father worked within a certain industry, more than likely as a son, you will eventually take take over that same uh, course of action and pursue that job. Is that accurate? Well, it is accurate uh, somewhat. Um, I slightly disagree because uh, things are moving really fast here at the moment uh, in terms of entrepreneurship and the startup ecosystem. Uh, and there is a backlash towards that traditional way of thinking. And so what's happening here is that um, uh, throughout the course of an undergraduate degree, uh, people, uh, most of the students uh, make the mistake of choosing the wrong career. And when they uh, graduate, they start to um, actually incorporate their passion to what they're doing. Now, most of them struggle and they, they then turn towards uh, trainers and uh, uh, people who can advise them and guide them to actually identify and pursue their uh, talent areas. But what happens here is that um, it is uh, uh, people give generic advice. Uh, uh, StrengthsFinder is a specific tool which actually gives you uh, uh, the talent areas and you can actually work on them and develop them. But um, uh, understanding the underlying concepts like, for example, uh, splitting personality into knowledge, skills and talent, uh, this is an approach which is alien here. Uh, and so when we club knowledge, skills and talent together, then the, the, the training or the advice is pretty generic uh, and that doesn't have that impact which should uh, have been. Um, so, so uh, briefly put, uh, what happens, uh, what is happening at the moment in Pakistan is that um, there is uh, an increasing chunk of uh, graduates or young uh, uh, people who are aspiring entrepreneurs. And now when they become entrepreneurs and they, they start off with the idea, they make mistakes, no doubt about that. But then they during that process, they start learning about themselves and they have that self-awareness. And so uh, those people are pretty easy to relate with when we talk about strengths and talent. Mm, yeah, that's amazing. And, and <clears throat> just to go back a little bit, you mentioned that your strengths really became evident and you received, uh, you were more motivated when you were able to volunteer. Now talk, talk to us a little bit about that. What sort of volunteering? Um, you said you were involved with the mega event that was there and you had 400 people underneath you. Talk to us a little bit about how volunteering kind of lifted the lid off of your talents. Okay, so if I start off with my GPA in the first semester, just to be specific, um, uh, my GPA was 3.82 out of 4 in the first semester, right? And so then the GPA started declining. So it was like 3.41 in the next, uh, 3.2 uh, in the next, and then 3, and then 2.76. And the, the, the four semesters were declining. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the, the, the two years went by of my undergraduate degree. And in the next two years, I started volunteering. And um, I volunteered in uh, British Council's Active Citizens Program. Uh, I uh, was a, was the deputy speaker and mentor at a Young Leaders Conference here uh, in Islamabad. Then um, I was uh, elected the president of Fast Engineering Society. Uh, in um, uh, so so when I was elected uh, president of Fast Engineering Society, I had like ten sub societies under me, and uh, uh, we had about thirty events um, in the span of a year. And so um, event management, team management. Uh, uh, 
conceiving new ideas all of these were related to what i was doing as a president of that society and then um, in the latter part of my um, uh, my undergraduate degree i became president of nascon which is national solutions convention and it involved uh, involved uh, simultaneous events uh, 30 simultaneous events across three days uh, in three main uh, four main areas so it was uh, engineering uh, computer science uh, business administration and then social events and so across these four areas there were 30 events happening in three days and so that was the ultimate test of my uh, my skills my talent my uh, my knowledge and so it was a really really moving experience um, mainly due to the fact that I could see people actually um, um, breaking away from the shackles of their normal career path and then pursuing their um, uh, talent for example uh, one of my the design head the guy who was responsible for decor uh, of the events was actually a computer science uh, guy uh, and he was really passionate about it and he did a tremendous job and he used to stay the night in the university and do hard work and um, uh, that wasn't true about the normal uh, study that he did uh, he did um, so those insights formed the learnings uh, which actually um, made me uh, conclude at one point. And that one point was that if I start or if we start to map our activities in terms of whether they drained energy, drained our energy or boosted our energy. If we started categorizing our activities in that way and then use that energy boost to tackle the remaining activities uh, through teamwork and other uh, 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 other approaches, the impact was tremendous. So the latter part of my degree, my GPA started to increase. So so I touched 2.76, but then the next semester when I became the president of fast engineering study, everybody was like, you're spending so much time uh, not studying and uh, involving yourself in th these kind of activities. Um, my GPA jumped to three again, then 3.14, then 3.27. And at the end of the day, I ended at 3.14. Uh, so a ship which was sinking actually got back up to the surface uh, and at the end of the day it landed at a respectable place and I had lots of learnings with me. That's amazing and I, I love hearing stories like that and it, it's it's really you know today I'm speaking to a group of college students roughly 75 on something very very similar and and, and I think for the longest time students like you said who are passionate and hungry but just lost that kind of sense of direction we're trying to fill a void in their life uh, through uh, getting a, a great GPA and what they thought was a college degree necessary to get them where they wanted to go which in here in the States is uh, often the case but a lot of these students in their 18 19 20 years of age don't really know what they're true talents or strengths are. They know what they enjoy doing. And they, like you said, they know what provides them with an energy boost, but they don't know how to equate that into a career or into something they can do to generate income so they can support a future family. So I love hearing that. And I also love hearing how you volunteered. I mean, that is a great indicator of where your strengths are because often those who don't volunteer uh, don't realize that they have these talents. But when they actually get out there and start raising their hands by their own choosing to support organizations or events that they enjoy, they notice a huge influx of pride and just this raw motivation and just in feeling that they're actually doing something that they were meant to do. So... Thank you for sharing that story. So how would you say, well, let's go back a little bit. Talk to us a little. You said you were already talking about, you know, embracing your talents and kind of uh, building on your strengths. So what was that aha moment? What was that time where you 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 got Strengths Finder and you took the assessment, the Clifton Strengths Finder assessment, and you realized, hey, like there's some serious traction here. This works and I want to use it to help others. Okay, I'll set the context to the uh, to the answer first. Um, and uh, 
there's one aspect which I haven't mentioned yet. So what happened during the course of uh, my undergraduate life and the the time till now maybe uh, was that I was continuously uh, coaching people who were um, older than me. Uh, and so the oldest guy I coached, and I'm talking about life coaching. So for example, um, one of my class fellows, um, um, she had a um, um, a tragedy um, and, um, in terms of deaths and all, and even my, uh, my some of my relatives were facing the same situation of uh, depression um, and so on and so forth so I was at the end of the day uh, coaching people and the oldest guy I coached was uh, 70 years of age and um, just to give you the the intensity of the situation his son uh, didn't even invite his father uh, the guy I was coaching to his wedding uh, so that was the intensity uh, of, of the, the the cases I was dealing with and notice I was just a guy doing an undergraduate degree and I was coaching people um, on things that were much bigger than me uh, and so um, I started developing that uh, the, the futuristic strategic things uh, beforehand uh, and um, uh, during my undergraduate degree uh, I started writing a book uh, and in uh, 2011 uh, I completed the book uh, and uh, it hasn't been published yet but it concerned the same things it, it is a book um, of 300 words uh, with 41 figures and those 41 figures are all flow charts and concepts and so on and so forth so um, in the the latter part part of um I think uh, December 2013 um, I, I actually got hold of strengths finder code uh, and I gave the test um, and then as soon as I read what I was uh, what it uh, what it showed to me uh, I just nodded in agreement uh, every single thing uh, which was there was true uh, and it clicked with whatever I, I had experimented with uh, and con uh, concluded as learnings and so for example it, it highlighted how I was suitable for coaching people uh, uh, guiding people towards maybe the, the things which will happen in the future and giving vivid descriptions of what will happen and inspiring people accordingly um, and uh, and so and then it also showed me that uh, it said uh, you will excel in entrepreneurial environments and uh, when I read that I was part of a small company uh, which was again an entrepreneurial environment uh, and I was also running this wrangle uh, coaching thing which I was the founder and so everything clicked into place and it was like it, it was such a perfect reflection that I just started recommending um, strengths finder to people around me and obviously this was new to people around me and what happened was that um um, I, I became so passionate about the subject mainly because it's it's so much corresponded and uh, agreed with my story and my learnings that I uh, got in touch with people and I basically um, started trolling LinkedIn and uh, started finding people related to Gallup uh, Gallup Strengths uh, Center and so I got in touch with the, 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 the director of talent management on Gallup and then uh, through him I got introduced to various other people and then he advised me uh, to actually he guided me to groups like uh, call to coach and the public group as well and so I got introduced to this amazing group of people who are all inspired and uh, motiva motivated by this um, new way of thinking the positive uh, uh, psychology movement if I call it uh, and so uh, from then on the whole coaching initiative which I had uh, started up as soon as I graduated along with my full-time job uh, circled around uh, strengths coaching and so um, um, I was blessed to uh, get in touch with you uh, with Brant O'Bannon, uh, with um, 
Keith Baldwin with Martin Dobney all of these guys actually mentored me uh, and uh, encouraged me to move on um, <clears throat> and so that's how I actually started implementing this uh, or introducing this movement in Pakistan and so what I say at this moment that Wrangle is Pakistan's first career uh, uh, strength movement uh, and uh, being the first uh, strength movement here in Pakistan we're trying to actually spark it off uh, to build that awareness and it's not about uh, money at this stage it's about awareness it's about breaking those barriers barriers look uh, you mentioned about um, pre about how uh, uh, students and uh, people face difficulty in identifying talents the biggest the most frequent question uh, which people ask when we talk uh, when we talk about strengths to them is um, i think i'm talented in finance i'm talented or i i'm strong in um, engineering and when we hide behind uh, functional uh, or or knowledge bases we are unable to actually determine who we are in our own in our own self and that is above any other field. And that's how um, we broke the barriers uh, and um, successfully uh, trained the first batch um, of 25 senior professionals. Um, and uh, then the, it's been a roller coaster ride, uh, ride all along. That's a great story. I just love hearing, you know, one of the things you said is it was about awareness. And and I always talk, sometimes I get phone calls from people that say, hey, Andy, um, you know, I'm going to become a Gallup certified strength coach. And I say, that's amazing. Um, but it starts with awareness. You're not going to get rich as soon as you get that certification. I mean, this it's not the focus can't be really on about making money. The focus for the at least for the first couple, like up to six months, needs to be on awareness. Because just like in Pakistan, here in the United States, the concept of positive psychology and strengths-based awareness and development is really relatively new. Most organizations are very kind of, and I'll use the the slang term old school in the way they manage the production and growth of their business and letting them know that they have have to invest in their employees and harness their individual talents and strengths um, is often kind of a uh, blind concept and they don't really know how to accept it. So I love that you use the words awareness because I think that is the key and that's what I've built my business on and my coaching practice is just on awareness. Hey, there's a different way of doing things. Let me talk to you a little bit about StrengthsFinder. Great story. Yeah, exactly. So now when you approach somebody about the assessment and you say, hey, there's this book out there called StrengthsFinder 2.0, it's a Gallup production and this is the whole thing, and you approach somebody, do you get any kind of resistance? Because here in the United States, and I'm sure it's the same there, we have a lot of what's uh, dubbed like personality assessments and individuals don't necessarily want to take those all the time. And sometimes they view StrengthsFinder and the accompanying assessment as something very similar. So when you get that kind of resistance, how do you explain to them? And what the tool really will do for them. Yeah, that's a really good question. And um, uh, mainly because there are free, uh, not so comprehensive uh, personality assessment tools out there that people actually start taking those results at heart. And so what they do is when you say, do you know uh, your personality or uh, your talent areas? They're like, um, yeah, we took that test and we got the, the, the end output that I should do engineering or should be an engineer. And I, I'm now an engineer. So I, I, I based my uh, my strategy on that. Uh, so, so what happens is when, um, uh, since uh, Gallup Strengths Finder isn't that um, uh, the awareness isn't that much here uh, and there's another reason to it is because uh, there's um, a surveying agency here uh, which is called Gallup Pakistan which is different from Gallup uh, uh, worldwide which we were talking about so what uh, whenever I told people about Gallup Strengths Finder uh, they actually related it to the the group or the agency here in Pakistan which does political service and so they were like uh, they were set up back and I had to actually explain to them that it's different uh, and so the next 
next question would always be uh, would always be about trust whether we should trust these guys or not and so uh, i had had to actually convince people and so th that's what i did uh, at, at in the beginning or in the in the initial parts of uh, wrangle's journey uh, i was coaching students but then i realized that the real decision makers and the real influencers are those senior professionals ceos and uh, uh, the c level uh, people in organizations and hr uh, professionals uh, who have the who are setting the trend uh, who have the uh, policy making decisions and um, the hr management or performance evaluation systems and so what i did was that i partnered with the local um, uh, partner uh, a, a guy um, who has uh, more than 25 years of experience along with the the three four mentors i mentioned like uh, keith martin and uh, brent um, uh, along with these people and gallup support and your and the gallup uh, call to coach group support um, what i started doing was that i started targeting uh, the the s senior people in organizations and so the first manifestation was uh, i think in september or october 2013 when in hr forum islamabad i was invited as a guest speaker now the audience was uh, was around a hundred senior uh, HR professionals along with um, heads of departments of various uh, uh, business administration uh, departments and universities and so it was a really rich pool of people and uh, just to add into it even my father was part of it because um, he's at a senior position in an uh, organization so so that was a really good uh, pool of people and so to them I presented the whole idea and the whole science uh, and how it related to performance of Gallup Strengths Finder and the strengths uh, uh, way of thinking, if I call it. Uh, and through those people, I tried to gather trust and eventually managed to get it uh, that if these guys agreed and acknowledged that this is worth doing, then other people said, OK, this guy presented this to 100 hardcore senior professionals and they uh, got, uh, they were they had no issues with it. So then the trust factor began developing. And so uh, till uh, till date, I've done tens of events and maybe uh, in events or uh, or, or uh, workshops or uh, or various other um, guest speaking opportunities and so um, and various CEOs have taken part um, in uh, my sessions and so I always start off with a simple question uh, what do you think is um, your strength or what are strengths and so busting the definition or busting the myth associated with the definition of strengths actually uh, it acts as an icebreaker among audiences and anywhere from 15 minutes to two hours to two days. I've done sessions uh, in these time frames, and uh, I've got a tremendous response. And it is mainly due to the fact that I started uh, with challenging the existing uh, regime or the existing definitions associated with talent, strengths, and performance. No, I love that, and I, and I really appreciate the fact that you said the first step was building trust. You know, sometimes in in um, the small grouping of strengths coaches here in the United States, you have some individuals who will really kind of advertise it as the magic pill, the solution, they're all their problems. And that doesn't build trust. I mean, that's very reminiscent of your your kind of uh, 2 a.m. infomercial where it's just too good to be true. Um, so I love how you said you'll take as much time as necessary to get them to see that this will work for them. And if it, if it takes an hour, if it takes two hours, if it takes a day, if it takes two days, you're willing to invest that time to build trust. Um, you're not going to overpromise, but you're going to over deliver. And I love that. Now, can you give us, and this is just for my pure curiosity, how do you start out your presentations? I mean, what's the initial, if you're using a slideshow on a PowerPoint, what's your initial first two or three slides to the, the basic structure of the introduction to StrengthsFinder? 
Well, um, the first slide is always about setting perspectives. So um, literally the first slide which I use is a collection of positive news about Pakistan. And so what I do is I, I uh, ask people that you view Pakistan in a negative way because of the dominant news and so on um, and related things. And so if I highlight to you all these positive things or if I start asking you what are positive things associated with Pakistan, uh, people have a hard time actually counting them. And so I fill the slides with all positive things. And I say that if you look uh, th look at things through a positive uh, spectacle or, a, or vision, uh, things will change dramatically. And then the next argument which I put forth is that um, the, the, th the, the really good or powerful point about perspective is at, at one moment in time, you will be like you have nothing. And at the next um, moment in time, when you're more self-aware, you, you'll say I have everything to do what I need to do. And so this power of changing perspectives is how I um, I, I break the, the initial barrier. And then, then I start off with uh, the definition of strength. What is strength? Activities that you're good at or activities that make you feel empowered. And from then on, I, uh, I set the narrative and then we, we split. Uh, and then we talk about how, um, how many, uh, uh, an example is that I ask people, I show them the 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 uh, the, the image or the the picture of uh, the Milky Way and the universe. Uh, a really good a really good slide. I like that. Just the image. And then I ask people how many stars are there in the uh, in the universe and so they're like um, we don't know billions trillions and so on and so forth uh, and then i ask them how many brain cells or neurons in your brain and when i when i relate these two things i i and then i tell them how uh, just to uh, i know this might become a bit complex but just to give you a preview i then tell them how uh, uh, how talent is actually developed in a child uh, how there are neural pathways that actually get uh, there are like four lane highways as we grow older till 15 years of age maybe and then i tell them the power within their brains and how under by understanding what is in the mind or in the brain uh, or within their personality uh, they can actually change the perspective of things happening around them and then start start influencing it through uh, by by developing their uh, talent by identifying their talents developing on them and then excelling through them by driving performance and so uh, just to conclude on the, the question which you did, uh, which you asked, I uh, then uh, move on and uh, split personality into three aspects, knowledge, skills and talent. And then from that, I uh, consolidated the definition of uh, this strength, strengths way of thinking and then the story goes on. Very good. Thank you for sharing that, Abdullah. I think that's going to help out a lot of people that are either coaches or just trying to share the concept of strengths-based development with people in their team or organization. That's a great place to start. And I and I really appreciate the whole changing perspective thing. I think it's great that you include slides of, of positive news stories and positive highlights from within the country. I actually love that. And, and I think that uh, when me, when I coach some of my corporate clients and it's a large group of people, whether they're you know, human resources or, or it's the, you know, top three or four people in the organization, it would be as I would like to repeat that same kind of tactic, but show them positive uh, press releases or positive stories or events within their organization to kind of set that mindset. I really, really exactly. enjoy that. Perfect. Exactly. So let's give an additional scenario here. You just walked into a room, you're standing behind somebody who has just finished taking their assessment. They went through, they answered all the questions. Now they're sitting back and they, they print out their report for the very first time. What type of advice do you give them to take that initial first step? 
Well, um, it's um, it's really relevant, uh, and I'll again give you an example that um, just maybe three weeks ago or four weeks ago, one of my uh, again uh, all of my activities are then shared on Facebook through uh, snapshots of what I'm doing in various events, and so people at my office in Telenor become curious and then ask me, "What are you doing in this this on weekends and on evenings after office hours?" And so um, I I usually tell them about uh, briefly about strengths and uh, the Gallup tool. And so I, I don't push them much, but I tell them that there's a tool called Gallup Strengths Finder and you can actually do that. So one of my uh, colleagues got really passionate about it and he was actually uh, in a dilemma and he was identifying talent areas and so on. And so um, he took the test. Now, when, when he took the test, um, he came to me and he told me that uh, it was a really good test and it clicked with me. And, and I was like, just don't leave it there. Uh, I think we need to sit down one day and then discuss what it actually means. Uh, and and that that's the end of that part of the conversation. And so on another day, he came to me and he said, you're right. I really need to sit down with you and we should discuss and uh, actually decipher what, what it means. And so um, on a weekend, uh, we met and uh, we sat down for like um, four or five hours. And we, um, I, I busted the three myths uh, associated with as we grow, we become more, uh, we become different or we become more mature. And then I busted the myths associated with uh, uh, our, our, our obstacles and the strengths way of thinking. Uh, I busted those myths. And then I, I actually empowered him with the right concepts with the, the Gallup way of thinking, I call it. And so I empowered him with the right concepts. And then I moved to the report, which was in his hand, the top five. And then uh, from the top five, the whole description and everything. So I didn't move on to the description. I, I explained to him what each of the top five meant uh, and how, and I actually derived from his experiences how it related to what he was doing or what he did in life and what drives satisfaction and performance in his life. And so um, through that, I uh, gave him a whole SWOT analysis uh, and equipped him with the tools and with the, the challenges that need to be uh, uh, carried out frequently or accountability which needs to be done frequently to actually identify talents again i'm repeating myself but identifying talents then uh, converting them to strengths by actually working on them challenging your comfort zones and uh, working on your strengths uh, and make excelling in that and one of my uh, one of my quote which is the favorite uh, uh, quote in my participant base uh, is that um, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard so if you don't, and I'll, I'll repeat again, so hard work uh, beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. The problem which we face across the world is that we take our talents or strengths for granted and we ignore them uh, and we focus on our weaknesses and we drain all our energy through it uh, and don't focus on our strengths. And when we work hard on our talents, they become our strengths. And when they become our strengths, it actually enables us to make a strategy that gives us satisfaction, both in terms of personal satisfaction, as well as uh, company-wide satisfaction or collective satisfaction in terms of performance. And so, so that's how I actually uh, paint the whole picture from the top five. Well, I was <clears throat> delaying here as I was writing down that quote. I really, really <laughs> like that. Um, see, one of the things, and I'll be, I'll, I'll claim a little selfishness here, is I do these interviews because I always, not only do I get a chance to interview people from all over the world, which is amazing, but every person I interview comes with their own set of unique gifts, talents, and just awesome insights. And that little quote right there is amazing. And that's the type of little nuggets that I like to mine for. But I 100% agree with 
with you, Abdullah. I think you you hit the nail on the head with that right there. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And I think that's amazing. And anybody listening to this podcast should write that down. Um, that is that is a, a seriously cool gem. Thanks for sharing that with us. Thank you. So, Abdullah, what is your do you have a favorite talent within your top five? One that uh, which I just recently found out that a lot of the coaches in South Africa refer to as their core talent. But that one talent that seems to kind of lead the parade and redirect all the others that follow. Do you have one of those in your top five? Yeah, I think uh, my top two favorites in my talents are futuristic and strategic, mainly because they both complement each other and strengthen each other. But I really like uh, both. Uh, I, I can't say which one I like most, but futuristic is really good and it relates to what I, I do regularly uh, and strategic it reinforces it. And then the rest of my uh, and then focus comes in and uh, allows me to actually uh, take th- my thinking to uh, towards impact and then individualization and connectedness uh, actually allows me uh, to uh, narrate all my experiences in a manner that inspires and motivates people around me uh, and again when I talk about individualization um, looking at people um, uh, as as special parts of the whole uh, of the globe uh, having specific purpose and role is a really powerful insight and that that allows me to actually always uh, dig deeper uh, rather than judging people on their behavior dig deeper and understand what is actually driving them and when I'm able to um, uh, reinforce uh, futuristic strategic with the rest of my uh, top five it is actually a really I'm, I'm really thankful to uh, God as well as uh, the, the, the the whole the ecosystem within me that this is a really good com- I really like this combination uh, not boasting on anything but um, I, I th- this this is a really good combination and allows me to coach people people uh, as well as think straight um, uh, but uh, I'll, I'll share an- another insight with you uh, regarding the the previous question um, I continuously um, I, I, after I took the the Gallup uh, strengths finder I started challenging each of my talent areas uh, and so I, I started challenging my comfort zones and coming out of it and so what I do is I regularly variate the audiences I'm uh, I'm speaking to or motivating so I, I was initially coaching students then I moved on to uh, faculty and senior people and then I moved on to the real uh, top brass the the decision makers and senior professional and C-level people and then at the end of the day I said I need uh, there's one missing element and that was uh, the the element of children uh, coaching children and that was a really challenging area and so what I did was I I broke the norm and I went into a mosque and now a mosque usually you call it a madrasa uh, which is full of students who learn religious education and so the I was invited uh, or I got introduced to a madrasa which was uh, an institute maybe which uh, was focusing both on the religious religious education as well as uh, the the normal mainstream education and so um, Imagine the scenario that I I usually talk a lot in English uh, and uh, a mix of Urdu and English. And so these uh, young students, average years of age was 10. Uh, these 10 years of age uh, uh, children were just 150 children were staring at me and I was standing in, in front of them. Now these 150 children saw for the first time in their life what a, pro- a projector was and how a slide uh, is uh, actually seen. And so that was a really moving experience. And what happened was, uh, I'll get back to the point that there was a slide about studies. So there were lots of books in that slide. Now. 
there wasn't any any change in the body language or behavior of the students and they were all were sitting dull basically and so um as soon as i flipped the slide to the next one that uh that slide had one picture only big picture a, a wallpaper you may call it uh, of a cricket bat a pitch wicket and a ball and as soon as the the uh, the audience the 150 children saw that saw that slide all of them started laughing and giggling and and got the, the whole body language changed and that's the power of uh, looking at things differently if we can replicate that uh, that that um, positive body language and positive behavior to their studies their performance will change altogether and and um, one of the uh, the concluding point on this uh, experience was that the, at the end i asked uh, them what they want to be when they grow up now they're all 10 years of age and uh, in the initial part they, they, their responses were different but at the end of the session of one and a half hour session um, people, uh, children were like I want to be uh, I want to run a toffee factory I want to do this I want to do that and the, the responses were so amazing and so that's the power of, uh, of the strength based thinking and I too have had some similar experiences coaching, um, not necessarily children, but what I found is that like yourself, I like to vary my audience. And for the longest time I was doing just strictly business, um, with, with, like you said, the C level, uh, those, those in charge of organizations. But then I started to kind of work a lot with college students. And then I most recently had a coaching experience with a family and it was actually yeah. with just the parents of three younger children. And that was really rewarding. And I, I won't lie. I was actually kind of nervous about that because mm. it was something I had never done before. Like you said, I was stretching myself outside of that comfort zone. And I found that it was actually really rewarding and insightful. And we, myself as a coach, took a lot from that session as well as, as did the two parents as, you know, it was amazing experience, but you know, I think, I think you're right as a, as coaches or as anybody who's out there trying to get individuals to think in a different way. Don't just focus on what you perceive as the big fish, uh, focus on all aspects of your life from, from youth, um, to when you're starting to find yourself right out of college to those who, like you said, coaching individuals who are in their seventies, because yeah. it's never too late to really grasp this concept of positive psychology and strengths-based development. I absolutely love that. So now, Abdullah, looking back, how do you think your life today would be different if you never really became aware of your natural talents? Let's just say if there was well, never if there was never that verbiage to actually apply to it, if you didn't have the you know the futuristic strategic individualization connectedness focus, how do you think your life would be different? Well, honestly speaking, uh, I would have taken maybe ten more years or so to um, uh, to give meaning to those uh, signals that come from uh, my mind the energy boost and uh, energy drainage system uh, and so i would have uh, noted those learnings down and uh, decades down the road 10 or 15 years i would have started giving uh, vocabulary or or terms to each of those learnings and then at the end of the day uh, i would have started again i would have, i would still be coaching but my coaching wouldn't be would would be just run of the mill it wouldn't be different my life would be ordinary or maybe something slightly more than ordinary um, or maybe extraordinary if I worked really hard which I was doing but I wouldn't have been able to narrate to people uh, my experiences in an effective manner uh, I wouldn't be uh, have been able to actually relate to their strengths or talents in an effective manner I uh, honestly speaking if I hadn't broken down personality into the three areas which I mentioned knowledge skills and talent I would have left uh, I would have uh, lived a pretty confused life for at least 10 years. And I like that word confused. And honestly, um, 
this relates back to that quote, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And I think that kind of, that quote sums up that entire question for everybody that I've interviewed uh, thus far as part of thematics. So Abdullah, do you have any closing comments, insights, or any kind of additional stories you want to share with us before we close this out? I think um, at the end of the day, it's all about how you uh, as a person makes uh, make an impact on the world. Uh, and um, if we open our mind and focus on the big picture, um, all of us can actually work together in creating impact. And so again, um, uh, focusing on strengths, developing strengths and challenging yourself. At the end of the day, it's all about how you utilize time effectively, uh, how you actually uh, take every bit, every minute, every second and use it to uh, develop yourself, develop your strengths and then create an impact. When you have that purpose in mind, when you have, uh, when you can direct energy in that manner uh, on yourself, if you can invest time on yourself first and foremost, then you can create ripples across the world. Mm, very, very well said. Now, Abdullah, the Wrangle, do you have a website or is there anything? If somebody here in the States hears this broadcast, hears this podcast and says they want to maybe contact you or they want to find out more about what you're doing in Pakistan, um, how do they do that? Well, you can uh, go to facebook.com forward slash wrangle, R-A-N-G-L-E dot I-T. So wrangle it. So uh, or just search wrangle or my name, Abdullah Saqib. My LinkedIn profile would uh, come on top. And so just drop me uh, a message on LinkedIn or just uh, send anything to on wrangle, uh, wrangle's page. So again, facebook.com forward slash uh, R-A-N-G-L-E wrangle dot I-T. Very good. Thank you for taking the time out of your day. I guess it's evening for you to sit back and and, uh, take part in this conversation with me. I I appreciate it. As always, every individual, like I said earlier, always gives me something to take from this. I I never leave empty-handed, so um, this is not the exception. Thank you again, Abdullah. And uh, go ahead and stick with me for a second. We'll play some closeout music here, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll move on, sir. So thank you again. Thanks a lot, Andy. Thanks a lot, and uh, thank you for making this a memorable uh, evening. No problem, sir. All right, everybody, this is Andy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Thematics presented by UnleashStrengths.com. Remember to embrace your strengths and always stay addicted.